I want to focus on one verse today, 1 Peter 4, verse 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Again, I'll read it. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Last two words of this verse, unto prayer, means that that everything before the verse really affects prayer. Unto prayer, we could say toward prayer or for the purpose of prayer, for the sake of prayer. The first part of this verse, if we obey it, will enhance our praying. Or if we don't obey it, it will hinder our praying. So we have to really pay attention to what is going on here because this is important for us. Our prayers, do we want them to be enhanced or hindered? So we have two words here describing the type of mindset that we have to have when we come to prayer or that even affect our prayers in general. Two words that describe uh, our mindset is the soberness and the watchfulness. So we're commanded to be sober and watchful that we may pray as we ought to. Now, what do these terms mean? If you look at them, they overlap quite a bit. And um, they're translated in various ways, even throughout the New Testament. Um, and even looking at different translations of this verse, we have words like clear-minded, self-controlled, sober-minded, serious, disciplined. The idea is that it's not only, the, of course, we have the word soberness, meaning not even to uh, wine and drunkenness, uh, but it, it goes beyond that to the mental and spiritual drunkenness. The being free from excess, from passion, from rashness, from confusion. In other words, to be self-controlled, to be well-balanced, not excessive. Uh, this word is used in, uh, one of these words is used in Mark 5, 15. Jesus drove out the thousand demons that were in that man in Mark chapter 5. He was a wild man, uncontrolled. But what happened when the people came and saw him, he was sitting, clothed, and in his right mind. He was in his right mind. His mind was restored. And this is the type of spirit we ought to be, we ought to have uh, that, that is so key in our praying. I want to look at four different areas in which we should apply sober-mindedness that we may pray. First is sober-mindedness toward our flesh. First Peter 1, um, Peter already urges the believers to be sober-minded in, in chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. He says, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Or we could say today, get your minds ready for action. Be sober and hope toward the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lusts which were yours in your ignorance, but be holy. So he urges them to have your minds ready because, and with this soberness, 
because we're looking for the end of Christ coming again. And that forward look for the end helps us in the present when we struggle with our former lusts, these passions that we used to give into. We are to be holy and refuse these passions. Andrew Murray said, many people think that they must, with their defective spiritual life, work themselves up to pray more. They do not understand that only in proportion as the spiritual life is strengthened can the prayer life increase. Prayer and life are inseparably connected. He's saying we can't just live giving into our flesh and living in the flesh and think that we can pray as we ought. Uh, we need the help of the spirit in prayer. And Romans 8 says you can't, you can't be fleshly minded and spiritually minded at the same time. We ought to live with sober mindedness toward our flesh and continue to resist it and put it to death. Secondly, we should be sober minded toward the world. And this is the immediate context of this passage in First Peter 4. He's talking about the this world just giving in to excessive sin in the previous verses. And he begins chapter 4, verse 1 is, for as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind. Have the same mindset that I'm not going to give in to the pressures of this world. Verse 4 of chapter 4, he says, wherein they think it strange, this is the world, the world thinks it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. The world will, will indulge in sinful desires, and they, they, they excess in that. And they, they think it's strange. Why are you not joining with us? What's going on? And they began to speak evil of believers. And so we should have this sober-mindedness toward the world and how it, we can very easily go back to the ways of this world. Richard Baxter said, keep the fountain of your heart clear all the day long, remembering that from it, those holy affections, which in prayer you are to pour forth to God, must be drawn. Spurgeon said, the mind that is loosed, turned loose to wander after vanity throughout the day is unfit in an hour of prayer or meditation to be taken up with the love of God. It must be the work of the day and our, of our lives to walk in a fitness for prayer though we are not always an immediate, lively exercise of it. He's saying you have your prayers coming from your heart. And so if your heart has been drawn toward the things of the world all day, how can you really pray? Uh, maybe we, we forget this and think that prayers are just a formulation of words or, uh, or things like that. But no, prayer is, is coming to the Lord with this, it's heart that's in line with his desires and then expressing those. And so how important it is for us to guard our hearts, as Proverbs says, for out of our hearts come the issues of life. The springs of life and the springs of prayer come from our heart. And so here is a, a warning to us. Let's be sober-minded, lest we let the spirit of the world be a hindrance to the spirit of prayer. And then... Third, sober-mindedness also should be because of we have an enemy, the devil. 
And First Peter 5, 8, we also have two sober type of words put together when Peter says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He is a, a lion prowling about seeking to destroy. So we should have a sober mindedness. William Gurnall said, Satan has such an impression of dread upon him from the remembrance of what he has suffered from the hands of prayer that he will turn every stone and try every way to obstruct you in it. Satan cannot deny, but great wonders have been wrought by prayer. As the spirit of prayer goes up, so his kingdom goes down. And then another, another um, quote from John Flavel that has helped me in this regard. He said, the devil is aware that one hour of close fellowship, hearty conversation with God in prayer is able to pull down what he has been contriving and building many a year. It's true. There is spiritual opposition when God's people pray, when they pray with sincerity, with fervency, in line with God's desires. And so let's be sober-minded and watchful, uh, even as we pray today. Watching and guarding is my mind going astray. Lord, help me to focus. And then, last of all, there's a sober-mindedness toward the end. This verse begins with the reminder of how the end of all things is at hand. Peter's referring to the end of all things, not as the end of, of, of everything in the universe, but as the end of this world, this fallen world as we know it, meaning that the Lord's plan to restore this world is coming very soon. The day of the Lord is coming, and it will come, First Thessalonians 5 says, as a, as a thief in the night, surprising those who live in darkness, but not surprising those who walk in the light. Paul says, no, if we are walking in the light, then we should, we should not be surprised. He says in First Thessalonians 5, 6, therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. There's our word. For they that sleep, sleep in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. So as we look toward the end and as we long for the Lord's coming back again, and as well notice how this world is increasing in its opposition against the Lord, let this cause us to be sober so that we may Pray as we ought. May the Lord help all of us to pray sober-minded today, this week, and for years to come. Amen.